That sounds really cool. Like I've never heard anything like that. We're we're in a gamification of icebreakers, but no, that's a <laughs> yeah. serious icebreaker. That, I, mean, I, I thought that was I that's that serious. Was <laughs> you're motivated by. You are listening to the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast, where you learn about everything from unique ideas for attendee engagement to cool venues for hosting your events. Thank you for tuning in to episode 12 of the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. My name is Shantae and I'm the project manager for Scavenger. Today I have two guests on the show. I have Demetrius Robinson and Charlinda Scales. Demetrius Robinson is the founder of Robinson Legal Group LTD, a law firm located in Columbus, Ohio that specializes in business and tax law. He is passionate about helping entrepreneurs, small business owners, and startup companies navigate the complexities of the law in order to focus on their businesses. Charlinda Scales is a servant leader of Mutt's Sauce LLC. Her mission is to bring American families together one bottle of sauce at a time. Charlinda is an Air Force veteran, a TEDx speaker, award-winning entrepreneur, seasoned brand ambassador, and a Girl Scout Gold Award winner. Listen in as we discuss the importance of veteran-focused events on the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in to episode 12 of the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. I have with me Demetrius Robinson and Charlinda Scales. Demetrius, thank you for joining us on the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. And I like to do something that's really fun, and it's an icebreaker. And this is where you introduce yourself and tell us your superpower. So, Demetrius, tell us a little bit about yourself. And tell us your superpower. Well, thank you very much for having me. Uh, I've really looked forward to this actually for the for the past couple of weeks. Um, so b- about myself, um, I am a father first. Uh, I have three kids, um, aging from three to eleven, that keep me quite busy these days. Uh, two girls and one boy. Uh, with my oldest now entering into those teenage years where we're having those delicate conversations. In addition, I still serve uh, as an officer now in an engineer unit uh, that has kept me fairly busy these days. And then lastly, my recent hobby uh, is related to golfing. Uh, now, don't ask me how good I am. because I, will <laughs> I was going to ask I you that. <laughs> terrible um and um, in fact almost hit a car with a golf ball the uh last time i played but i really (laughs) enjoy kind of getting introduced to the game and figuring out um it's been a great kind of stress reliever for me uh superpowers uh i have no uh distinctive superpowers but i actually have one area where I, i really enjoy and that is um i've learned speaking with people and talking to people about kind of what they love to do and why they love to do it um, and then being able to connect with them and understand kind of where they're coming from. And so that's really been uh, an area that I've really focused on recently. Um, and I've enjoyed kind of developing that superpower. So you have the superpower of, of being a good listener. That, that's a good thing to yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah, that's real good. And I can relate with having the children and being, being, uh, having a family. So, yeah, we totally get that. <laughs> and the golfing. Actually, believe it or not, I took lessons and uh, <laughs> it was fun. 
it was fun. I haven't done it since. But it, it was actually kind of fun. Actually, Sean and I both did that. We took some golf lessons. And he, Sean, he can golf. Um, me, no. It was just really just kind of like a fun thing that we did together. But uh, maybe we'll have to get together on a golf course with you one day and hit some. <laughs> yeah, I, for, for sure. Yeah. Um, I will bring extra balls because I really do <laughs> Look, and bring some extra grass, too. I might end up making some holes with the way I hit that ball. <laughs> All right. Now, Charlinda. We have Charlinda Scales with us. Hi. And Charlinda, hey. So, Charlinda, tell us a little bit about yourself and what's your superpower. <laughs> well, um, first of all, thank you. Uh, I just wanted to echo the thanks for having me on today. It was a pleasure meeting you um, at our last veterans event. And I love meeting like-hearted people. I don't say like-minded. I like meeting like-hearted people, which I think you are. Um, Thank you. I am, uh, well, I don't know. I guess I, I'm not a mom yet. I'm a, I'm a mom in progress. <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations again, by the way. Thank you. This will be my, my podcast debut of uh, announcing. But uh, <laughs> I you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> but uh, I, I would say that I am a servant first. So I I love to serve. I was in the military for over 12 years. I'm a reservist now uh, with the Air Force Reserves uh, Acquisition Program Manager. Uh, I'm also an entrepreneur. And I would say it wasn't something I've always pursued. It was something that happened my grandfather gave me a recipe, a piece of paper I turned into a company. So it's called Mutt Sauce. We sell all-purpose tomato-based sauce. Um, proudly veteran-owned, American-made in Dayton, Ohio. My superpower, Ooh. I guess I would say, is humility. My grandfather said humility will take you farther than money. So a lot of my great experiences that I've had in the last 10 years, professionally and personally, I've just been being grateful for opportunities uh, keeping your head down, uh, ears open more than your mouth is open. Demetri Sarshalinda, thank you guys for sharing like your superpowers and also for the brilliant events and venues podcast being the first to hear your announcement mm -hmm. of you being a mommy to be. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yes. Now, what I want to talk about now that the, the core of today's show was really about the importance of veteran focused events and I forgot to mention I'm a veteran too Air Force veteran <laughs> so and I don't say that much in a show I, I my topics are usually about event planning and what we do with planners but that's important to note especially you know now that we're talking about um, this very important topic of the importance of veteran focused events so Demetrius give us from your perspective why do you feel it's important to have these veteran focused events yeah, I, I think that's a great question. Um, and I, I have thought about this a lot recently um, as I've kind of gotten more involved in uh, an organization called Bunker Labs. And the reason I think that veteran-focused events is because at, as service members, um, while we serve, we are really creating a, uh, a brother and sisterhood with individuals that serve next to us and we create very close connections. And then sometimes when we're transitioning out into uh, what we like to dub the, the civilian world, um, we lose that. Uh, and so we no longer really have those kind of close 
quite knit connections that we developed over long periods of time. Uh, and I think that creates a, um, a barrier sometimes for us or a, a loss, a gap in our kind of our, our being. And so events, creating events that are really vet focused on veterans and helping them to connect with uh, other veterans and connect with the population in general, uh, I, I think is invaluable um, and, and definitely have enjoyed kind of doing that in my own. You life. know what, Demetrius, I got to chime in on that because that is so true. That's the one thing I do miss about the military is the fact that the connections that you make with people and how strong they are and how quickly you make them, you know, and I had to readjust when I got out of the military and back into the civilian life. People are different. It's a whole different community here um, versus what I experienced when I was in the Air Force. And granted, I was overseas, which probably has a lot to do with it, too, because we're all Americans, you know, so we're over on a small island. I was in Okinawa, so you're on a small island. Like, we're all the base together. You know, we're in this together. Um, but then when I got out and came back to the U.S., it was just so different. But I, I totally can, can understand and relate to what you're talking about, the importance of these events by having those connections. Um, and then also... <laughs> You mentioned Bunker Labs. That for me, like, opened up a whole new world because I did not know that Bunker Labs even existed. And the way that we got involved uh, with Bunker Labs was through Rev One. And we went to Rev One, we met Pete Georgiev, and then from Pete Georgiev, we met Kim. And then from Kim Tapia, we met Samit. And then from Samit, we ended up um, doing an event in Nashville for the muster that they had, the, the Nashville muster, which was a few months back. But it was just, you never know, like one step leads to another, leads to another. And then next thing you know, you're connected with like all these really cool people, which I, I thought was awesome. So I just wanted to jump in on that because you're right. The connections is just, it's important. And I feel more connected now knowing that Bunker Labs is there and then going to the Bunker Brews. Um, it, it's just, it's us awesome. So, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think when we're in the service, it's easy because we kind of have, you know, our, our brother and sister to our left and right. And we're kind of confined per se to, to those individuals on a frequent basis. And you go through the struggles uh, related to, to serving. Um, but then when you get out, it's, it's it's uh it's not necessarily the same, uh, and so having those kind of in between what you had in the service and then what it's like in civilian world and bridging that gap, I think is invaluable for for service members who are transitioning. Right, right, and um, Charlotte, I'm going to bring you in too. I just wanted to bring up one more thing um, before I got to you because the most recent event that we all attended together was the Women's Veterans Conference. And Jasmine Hurley, who is an attorney at Porter Wright Morris, an author here in Columbus, um, she's the one, was one of the people that brought that together. And she said that she was a member for the past two years of the Ohio Women's Veterans Advisory Committee. And that committee was sanctioned by the Ohio Department of Veterans Services with the purpose of advising the director of ODVS regarding women veteran issues. So we were all doing a panel discussion there. And I thought that was awesome because we all got to talk about different aspects of being um, a veteran business owner. So I thought that was awesome that we all got that opportunity. And I just feel things like that are important because for us to have an opportunity to tell our story, I think is really important. 
Um, so Charlinda, why do you feel it's important to have veteran focused events? And I know you, you've done a lot because you actually travel mm-hmm. out to these events too. Yeah, I, I, um, I am a member. I'm a current member of the panel that you just mentioned, the Ohio women veterans committee. And, okay. um, that, you know, it was, it was really great to be able to go to that and support my fellow women veterans. I also had just come back from the Virginia women veterans summit. So, uh, even if, you know, even if I don't live in the state, I think just, I've always had the mindset of supporting the greater cause, whatever the greater cause is. And for me, that's always been supporting women veterans. So a lot of what you see me do when I travel, is not just specifically women veterans. It is veterans in general, military folks, mill spouses. Um, but I've, I've gone to these summits for women veterans. I sat as a representative uh, for Miss Veteran America which is a national organization, the charity that they promote is Final Salute Incorporated, which helps house homeless female vets and their children. And um, there's just a, there's a many things that I, I, I just follow my desire to continue to serve and the desire to continue to help my brothers and sisters in arms. I went recently, I think the conference you were talking about is Military Influencer Conference, which was mm-hmm. a concept that was created by uh, he was active duty at the time. His name's Cortez Riggs. And he thought of a way of taking something that kind of had an audience already and rebranding it to reach a, a wider audience. So he bought the rights to a conference called Mill Blogging, which was military spouse bloggers and um, people who had, I guess you'd say, a large social media following. He said, well, what if we promoted not only veteran entrepreneurs, but military spouse entrepreneurs and people who are in that space who use social media to promote their companies? And he he married all those concepts together and renamed it the Military Influencer Conference. This is about the time that the word influencer was becoming a a thing, Mm -hmm. a space. And it exploded. It started in Dallas. I've been to all of them. So I went to the one in Dallas. I went to Orlando, which was last year. This year was in Washington, D.C. And after the first year, USAA, which we all know is like the biggest banking source for military folks, they took over as the title sponsor and poured a lot of funds into it. So I went the first year just to check it out. (laughs) (laughs) The second year, they made Mutt Sauce one of its main exhibitors. And then this past year, they invited me back to be a keynote speaker. Because just like Demetrius was saying, your story is important. Sometimes you want to learn from people, but you also have to kind of use your your experience to to help others. And even the good and the bad along the journey is is meant for, for something great. So... I wanted to tell my story to encourage people that entrepreneurship has ups and downs. It's a roller coaster. Uh, but as I told them, and my, my point I wanted to leave them with is if you believe in something bigger than yourself, then rock bottom has a trampoline. And, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and, yes. um, yeah. and, and so you don't, maybe you're not conscious of it, but I, I know I wasn't conscious of it till, till I, uh, I'd hit several rock bottoms on this journey. (laughs) Um, But you just got to keep bouncing back and bouncing back and bouncing back. And um, the joys in the journey, it's if you focus on just the ups or just the downs, 
you're you're not going to be able to see the joy of of just just living through it and saying that you you had these experiences and you met these people that you never would have known if you hadn't jumped off the cliff in the first place. You know what, Charlinda, that's that is so helpful because people who are listening, like other veterans who are aspiring entrepreneurs need to know that. And Demetrius, this actually goes back to the side conversation you and I were having at that Women's Veterans Conference. And we were talking about um, entrepreneurship and as it relates to social media and how people only see one aspect of, you know, how it looks to be an entrepreneur, but they don't see yeah. that, that part when it gets really hard, you know, um, and, yeah. you know, it, it takes, I know from experience, you have to be innovative and, you know, when you're innovative, it helps, which has been experienced with me and Sean, it's like, okay, so you be innovative and that helps you get through those rough times. I know everyone has their own thing that they do, but for us, it's innovation. It's like, okay, what can we do that's innovative to take this to the next level? Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, and people need to know it's, it's not all glory. You know, it takes some work when you're an entrepreneur yeah. and, you know, don't be fooled by what you see on social media all the time. That's some of the parts of it, but no, there's, there's yeah. another side to that. It takes work to get those videos done. You know, it takes work mm-hmm. to get that product out. Well, um, you know, we can't forget that these are people too. You know, they're, they're people going through real, real stuff behind the scenes and I just running their companies 24 hours a day. And I, I, that's what I like about people with bunker labs and all these organizations and all these events that are coming together. They're giving people platforms to talk about it. Right. You know, giving people a platform to say, hey, I might be someone that you follow on social media, but let me tell you about that horrific divorce I just went through. Right. Because right. there's a human aspect to it that, that needs to be put out there. The human aspect of what veterans are dealing with, opioid addiction and PTSD and military sexual trauma and being separated from their families and being those spouses who people don't understand all the stuff that they go through and letting them have the microphone to say, I, I'm just like you. Mm-hmm. in more ways than you realize. And um, I think that that's that common thread, that's that bond that we need. It's not just we're both in the military, but we've both been through some stuff. Yes. And, and <laughs> we've both been through some stuff. And, and just like you, I'm trying to still make an impact in spite of all the things that I've been through. I'm still trying to, to serve and I'm still trying to make an impact and I'm still trying to help kids be inspired and I'm still trying to help my fellow women vets and I'm still trying to help other people come from the brink of suicide even though I'm a survivor you know like Mm -hmm. people who survived are now saying I'm gonna help you too I still have my problems but I'm still gonna help you you know what and that to me that's real oh no go ahead Demetrius go ahead I was gonna say I, I think sometimes the the story is is better than the outcome um and and I think especially as uh and with veterans that usually you're you do pretty well in the service you come out and you maybe don't do as well um or achieve as much as you achieved in the service that it can be difficult to kind of translate that into is that just me internally failing or is that a reflection of of someone else or or whatever that is uh and so you know having people tell their stories about hey yes it looks on the outside that I am highly successful, but on the inside and the journey that I took to get where I'm at now, 
was a lot of bumps um, and, and, and ruts that I had to overcome. Um, so don't just think that you're going to get from here to here. Here's the steps that I needed to take in order to get to where I'm at. And here's the steps you may need to take in order to get where you want to be. Yeah, I definitely think that's important because when you know you're not the only person that went through something and there's others and or when you hear the story of someone else who's gone through something and it's real, you know, and then it's like, okay, I'm not the only one that struggled with this aspect of being an entrepreneur. This is probably the struggle of every entrepreneur, you know, like you were saying, you said that, Shalinda, that the rock bottom has a trampoline, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, you know, another thing I told him, I said, sometimes I'm I'm on stage, but sometimes in order for you to walk in your purpose, the most uncomfortable thing that you, you have to do and you'll find yourself uh, forced to do that you don't want to do is to read that chapter of your life that you'd rather not read out loud. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has one and, and they don't want to read it out loud because it's either embarrassing or, it's, you know, people would judge them. You know, they're afraid of judgment. Like I, I told, <laughs> I told, um, I remember remarking to a guy who had inter- introduced me to someone as like, she's a multi-million dollar something, something. I knew in his heart, he wanted to like prop me up to be like, this is, this is how I think of her and I want people to be impressed by her. I'm like, I have never hit a million dollars in sales. And mm. I don't want y'all to think that I'm a multi-million dollar company. You know, I, I, right. was, I was praising God when I was a thousand air. <laughs> 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 so, so let's not go there. I mean, right. <laughs> thanks for no thanks. But, you know, I, I don't want to be that. I want to I want to inspire, but I want to be real. Like, I don't want you to think I'm, I'm on another level than you, that I'm far beyond you, that it's going to take you something, uh, you know, this big ordeal to, to get to where I'm at. Like, I know people outselling me today. I might be standing on the stage, but you have more sales than me. But what are we judging each other by? You know, that's mm-hmm. the other thing. Like, what are we judging success and that's such a subjective term that we have to be careful how we throw it around like success is relative right right and no go ahead Demetrius no no good uh no I was gonna say I I think in in addition um I I like what you're what you're saying um the the vulnerability uh that entrepreneurs and, and veterans sometimes feel I, I think is sometimes a, a positive when we're when we're sharing our journey. Last, you know, I think maybe this year actually, I, I wrote um, a deeply personal article um, that I entitled um, um, "BID," so uh, um, business um, like like a, basically a, a business depression syndrome. Um, and and what it dealt with is kind of those ups and downs that um, business owners feel where sometimes you get really high because things are going really well. Um, and then when things don't go so well, you, you crash pretty low and how to kind of navigate that, those ups and downs. And as entrepreneurs and as veterans, those are two areas uh, that we don't usually like to talk about um, because we're supposed to be strong and, and tough and, and fighters uh, but I think having that vulnerability and talking about our experiences about, you know, the success that we've had and, and the success that we never had 
um, but one day hope to achieve, I think is, is invaluable for the next generation. I agree. And I think it's inspiring. When you're relatable, like you were saying, Charlinda, I'm not a multimillionaire business yet, you know, but you are sharing your story like you're on stage and you are sharing your story with people and you never know who you're inspiring because you never know who's listening to you. I would encourage people to take any opportunity that there is to to reach out and to connect with your brothers and sisters in arms, even your fellow those mill spouses out there. Because they understand the things they're going through, too, because they're nurturing people like us. They're out there supporting people like us. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a big stage. You don't have to, you know, have a big crowd. But if there's gatherings, there's could be stuff happening in your local community that you can attend. I, I went to, uh, it was like a local distillery, and they were serving lunch for uh, Veteran Motorcycle Club of Ohio. <laughs> You know, do I have a motorcycle? No. Do I relate <laughs> to motorcycle people? No. But I heard that there was going to be food there. So, like, there's food, I can bring sauce. So, you know, just bring a couple cases of sauce. Show them that you're grateful for them. You got five minutes to, to you know, talk and tell your story. But, you know, those those guys go out and they say, well, there's a local veteran-owned company I didn't know about before, but I do now. And, and I know what their values are. And I know that I can connect to them. So... You know, I I think that even the small opportunities on a small scale, as long as there's one other per- person, you could be in a room of thousands of people, but even if you walk away with one person saying, holy cow, the light bulb is on, or I'm inspired, or, you know, today is the day that I, I bounce back, that, that makes it worth it. I want to um, give you a compliment on that, that innovative marketing that you did. I mean, that was kind of cool. So you found out about a motorcycle event and you're like, Hey, they have food. I got sauce, you know, (laughs) that's that entrepreneur mindset. You gotta be creative. I like that. You know, there's there's opportunities. There's opportunities everywhere. I mean, some people would, would look at it like it's, it's not, I'm not a motorcycle thing, but if your value, if your core values are, we're bringing American families together one bottle of sauce at a time, they're Americans, they're eating, it lines up, that's what you do. Exactly. <laughs> you should be doing like a marketing <laughs> class or something. I, I, <laughs> that is really good because sometimes, you know, when businesses are getting started, they don't, they don't know, they don't think about things like that. Because for me, the first thing I would have thought was, like what you were saying, do I even vibe with the motorcyclist? Like, probably not. I don't even own a motorcycle. I don't right. even like motorcycles. They're scary to me, you know? But when you're there, you're <laughs> but, not talking about motorcycles. But, you know, you're it's like. About, you know, they're recovering from PTSD or, yeah, you're you know, I just lost my wife and mm-hmm. she was a great middle spouse. And, you know, they talk to you about their, their life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we all relate, like yes. you were saying, they're Americans, you know, and veterans right. and they eat. Who find, doesn't? Find the <laughs> you know, is, find the connection. Yeah. I like that. That's actually uh, a, definitely a takeaway. I think just from this podcast is um, find the connection. And that's even what Demetrius was talking about with the events just in the beginning of the show is the connection of the, that's part of the importance of the veteran focused events. Guys, that was a wonderful conversation we just had about the importance of the veteran focused events 
And I definitely think that anyone listening is going to have some really good takeaways just from that segment alone. Um, But before we wrap things up, Charlinda, can you share something that you experienced that was brilliant at an event or that um, was brilliant at a venue because you go out, you see a lot. So tell us something that you see that was brilliant, either at an event mm-hmm. or at a venue. Um, well, I I have to say, I have a lot of favorite things that uh, I've, I've seen happen. I love karaoke. I'll put that out there. Karaoke <laughs> <laughs> is the most brilliant thing ever invented <laughs> for a non-singer like myself. Um but I was just <laughs> I was just accepted into this ten month accelerator that for whatever reason they've made like super secret squirrel. They haven't announced who we are or you know what the program is about, but it was all women. And the very first time we were together, it's once a month for the next ten months. The first time we went out was uh, a retreat. So they give you this address and you just have to show up with an overnight bag. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Sounds what? That scary. You know, well, if it wasn't that it was like a reputable organization, I would, I would be like, nope. <laughs> nope. Um, so we're out here and when we arrive, uh, we're, we're in this like boardroom type of thing. And it, it looks like a round table. And they gave us, our name tag just had our first name. There was nothing in the books that we were given that talked about our company or anything. And they said we were banned from talking about our company. Uh, We weren't allowed to talk about what we did. Mm. So uh, (laughs) we're all kind of quiet because, you know, if you go to something and you're like, this is a... Right. (laughs) Why can I? Okay. So you're really feeling awkward. It's like first time, socially awkward, first day of school kind of feeling. And then they gave us an, an assignment. And they told us to talk about people that we admired, uh, females that we admired. And uh, I've never met these women. But I would tell you, by the last person, and there were 24 of us, there was not enough Kleenex. Um because everybody Aww. has a different foundation. But the, the beautiful thing was we all made it to that room. We were all hand-selected to be in that room. But not everybody's journey started out the same way. A lot of them had sad stories uh, tied to people in their lives. But, you know, maybe someone was raised by an abusive parent. But that parent was still impactful in their life because it taught them what love isn't. And for me, Mm. I felt like in that 24 hours, I bonded with 20 people deeper than I ever would if I would have walked in and said, oh, who are you and who do you work for? Oh, what's your company? Oh, this is my case. They said, we want to take away the unspoken hierarchy that happens when you do that. Because they'll ask, mm-hmm. how big is your company? How many employees do you have? And they'll start picking people. What were your sales? And so they said, right, we want to strip right. down those barriers <laughs> and let you get to know each other as people, for like the core of you. I like that. Yeah. That is brilliant. We wow. still weren't allowed. That's the 48 hours. Uh, yeah. We weren't allowed to talk about it. But next month, we actually get to talk about, you know, and now what do we do? But we're all, I already feel like 
what could have been accomplished in bonding over a period of 10 months happened in 48 hours. Wow. That's, that sounds really cool. Like I've never heard anything like that. We're, we're in a gamification of icebreakers, but no, that's a <laughs> yeah. serious icebreaker. That, I, mean, I, I thought that was, I that's thought that serious. was great. You're motivated by something different to, you know, if someone said, Hey, can, can you help me out? I know that, you know, she comes from a place where her mom raised four daughters by herself after her dad left them when her mom was pregnant with triplets. Like, yeah. Right. Mm. So yeah, I'm going to help her. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. Means necessary. That's right. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing. Sorry, that I, was, deep, but I mean, I like that. I like that. I know. I'm like, I feel like <laughs> I need some tissue. I don't even know the stories. What? I can just feel the energy from that one. I feel like now we just jump straight to share your contact information. I can't stop I, I, that. I think so, Demetrius. I don't know. You can top that one. No, go ahead. There's no, uh-huh. We're all just sharing. Uh, We're all just sharing. So I, I, I guess mine's actually fairly simple. So when I started out, um, about two years ago, and started my own law practice, um, one of the things. And I am not a person who um, is usually out in public kind of connecting with people. Um, one, I didn't know, it, know at the time that I enjoyed doing that because um, I'm normally more kind of introvert um, thinker kind of person. But I, I really began as I started the practice and, and realized, one, I, I had to do that um, in order to be successful. One of the, the big things that they always talk to you about as being a business owner is connecting with people and networking and all those kind of stuff. And I, I hated it. Um, and I hated it for many different reasons. <laughs> um, you know, I, I went to all the events that you could possibly think of trying to figure out how to, how to connect with people and network. And I, I really got drained. And so one of the things I quickly learned was that it is more important to connect with people on a personal level. Um, like, like you were mentioning, instead of trying to connect with people on, on the superficial level. So I really liked how you kind of described how that program does that. And so what I did on my own is I created a group that I um, funnily uh, named the Small Business Council um, wrapped around business owners and the community who we do not network. We don't care about kind of what your business is, but we talk about um, why you hate being a business owner, but you wouldn't change it. Um, and we talk about the wins get and the losses and talk about the things that sometimes you don't want to go home to talk to your spouse about because, you know, they are already stressed out about you being a business owner anyway. Um, and so that, that is probably the, the one thing that really has helped to guide and push me, um, throughout the past almost two years now is, is that group of other business owners who we don't care um, kind of trying to sell each other on our businesses. We care about understanding the journeys that, that they've come through and their experiences and how uh, they have found success uh, in those um, and their, you know, the things that they haven't found success for where maybe you're like, well, I definitely don't want to do that. Um, for me, I think that that's where I've, I've really found um, a brilliant event per se um, because I'm connecting with people who have gone through the journey, who know the struggle, and now we can talk about um, those things in a, in a sense of not judging, we just talk about it. And of course, we, we drink a little as well. 
<laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> it's like you gotta have a little something in there. <laughs> Demetrius, I love that because you took ownership and control over the situation. And I was giggling when you were talking about being an introvert because, believe it or not, I am one as well. And I am not one to just walk up to people and introduce myself. And I, I've probably shared that before on the show. Actually, I think I did when I was on the show with Pete Georgia because with Bunker, or he was with Bunker Labs so and he's with Rev One as well. But we had that same thing in common. And it was just like, I'm, I'm not one to just walk up to you and say, hi, my name is Shantae. And just go into some spiel about what I do. Um, so I like the fact that you started that group. Now, I haven't gotten an invitation um, <laughs> to your group meetings. So I'll be looking for an invitation in my inbox. <laughs> so when you have your next one, let us know. That sounds like fun. I like that. You know, it sounds like a cool, relaxed environment. We could just kind of like just chat about anything, you know, but still, yeah. you know, share some business info without selling, you know. And I, I think that's cool. It kind of lets you relax a little bit. And I mean, bit. As, um, as we've become adults, right, we you you know, after college, you usually get away from kind of making friends and building those sort of relationships. And they're usually more focused on like business relationships instead of necessarily friendships. But I think uh, in situations like this, it's kind of inevitable um, when you develop these kind of relationships that they turn into friendships and, and things like that, where you care about their family, you know, kind of what life is like. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's been an amazing uh, experience and I would encourage every entrepreneur to to get some sort of support system um, outside the home um, and outside of kind of business relationships because if you don't have that you you will not find the same level of success that you could have if you did I agree I agree um, I'm going to share a little bit of what we do and actually I have a very interesting story um, related to this all around um, the connecting and the networking piece. Um, so what we have created is a way for attendees to engage. And I think you may have experienced this, Demetrius, at one of the events with our networking badges. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we actually was at an event a few months back and we talked to someone who participated at an event and is one of the, one of the ones that we had done um one of the first ones we've done in Columbus, we're usually traveling out or doing the events in other states, um, but we're trying to do more things locally. But we talked to someone, his name was um, Akil um, Anif, I think it's his last, if I'm saying that correctly, but he's a chief operating officer at Gripmat. And they were actually on Shark Tank uh, with their product. But he participated with our icebreaker and it was uh, the two truths and a lie. And it was at a networking event. And he told us that, as a result of him participating in, in the icebreaker and doing the two truths and a lie with the interactive badges, he made a connection with someone that he needed to connect with. And it was actually a good business connection. And he actually um, went on and, and had some meetings with that person. So wow. I get, yes. And it's important because with gamification, I like to explain that it's not a game. You know, it's really about connecting people at its core what we do is we connect people. That's what it's about. That's what when we're doing two truths and a lie. It's nothing about your business. It's just crazy fun stuff that you share about yourself. 
Um, but at the core of it, it's about connecting. And when I did the show with Pete, we were talking about that. We were talking about, you know, the fact that we're introverts and just walking up to someone could be a little uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, it gets you, <laughs> it gets you out of your comfort zone when you have to do it. But when you, when it's gamified and it's like, Hey, can I scan your badge? To me, that's like easier than saying, hi, my name is Shantae and trying to think of something next thing to say. But with an icebreaker, with some fun tied into it, you know, to me, that's brilliant. I'm not just saying that because, we <laughs> but I'm saying it because it works. You know, we got testimonies there. So, but yeah. So guys, um, you guys have been great on the show. I do want to have you share your contact info because I know that you all are like super famous, you know, Demetrius and Charlinda. Everyone already knows who you are, but for those of you who don't know, um, give us your contact info. Um, Charlinda, do you mind going first and just sharing us, uh, sharing with us your contact info, your website, where they can get that mutt sauce? Like, sure. What's going on? Uh, I am Celinda Scales, servant leader of mutt sauce, country girl from the hills of Tennessee. And uh, if you would like to enjoy some delicious, better known American made mutt sauce, you can go to www.muttsauce.com. That's also our at symbol on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you want to see what I'm up to, uh, all my dealings. I actually go by Charlinda Jean, J-E-A-N, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's only because my grandmother, when she would scream at me, she would call me by my first and middle government name. So <laughs> never wanted to forget that. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Charlinda. And Demetrius, let us know your contact. Yeah, so if you want to check out um, uh, my law practice, you can find us at uh, robinsonltd.org or email me at drobinson at robinsonlimited.org. Telephone, uh, for people who use that, definitely feel free to reach out um, at 614-706-4317. And then if you want to just check out me and and everything else um, that I get involved in with my kids and stuff, uh, definitely check us out on Instagram and Twitter uh, at BizTaxAttorney. So, okay, thank you guys. So um, one last thing, kind of an impromptu thing. Do you have anything you want to share or leave with our listeners um, before we close out the show? Uh, I would say, you know, in in summary, I mean, if you are a a veteran-owned business and you are, or a non- business, but you're trying to really connect with the community, I'd say that's that's where you need to start is is trying to figure out how you can get involved in the community, whether it's it's volunteering um, or joining uh, boards or organizations um, that I think that is that's a, a tremendous help in getting feeling like you have a community built around you. Awesome. Thank you. Charlinda, do you have anything you'd like to leave the listeners with before we close out the show? Uh, I would say stay humble, but... Uh, remember that there's power and transparency. Don't be afraid to tell your story. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. I want to thank both of you again for being a guest on the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. I have enjoyed our conversation and I look forward to possibly having you guys back on the show. I love supporting our veterans. And um, if you guys are open to that, maybe we can talk about that in the future. Sounds good. Love to. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. Increase attendee engagement at your events with Scavengers game-based mechanics. Learn more at scavengerhunt.biz or give us a call at 800-975-5161.